It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey there, people. Welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. I'm back here for Turbo Drive Live yet again here on... Yeah, you know, SSR. Yes. Hi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be doing all right uh, this week because one week until Summer Sonic. Yay! Yes, this is the last show for uh, before Summer Sonic hits the scene. So yes, like I said. There won't be a Turbo Drive Live next week because I will be down to London and I will be helping organize Summer Sonic for Sonic's 20th anniversary. Yay! So, yes. So, a lot's happening. And, of course, you've probably been keeping up to date with uh, all the Summer Sonic news-related stuff going on on SMB and SummerSonic.com. Yes. Which I will talk about later in the show. Um... And Sonic News Rewind coming up uh, in a minute or two. Uh, and, of course, uh, what have we got? Turbo Surf Impressions. Mm, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, there is a good good Turbo Surf Impressions this week. So, yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's like appar- apparently people, you know having a samey, samey day, you know, or week, which is kind of typical, because that's kind of my week, uh, most of the time, you know, uh, unless you're working in a game shop, of course, you know, things goes wee, topsy-turvy, so yeah, uh, but yes, anyway, Turbo's first impressions, yes, I do have a game review to talk about, yes, um, so yeah, cool, Need a little liquid refreshment there. So, yes, um, I think we should just get on with it, I guess. You know, there's so, there's so much activity in the IRC, everyone's just going, it's like, ah, this, uh, this, that, next thing, trolls, wah! You know, it's like, whoo, Jesus. Oh, apparently Raz is making his own kind of like, uh, you know, uh, initials round, <laughs> Make, making uh, initials out of uh, people's names. Mm, lovely. Uh, if you didn't get that, obviously you haven't been watching uh, Mock the Geek on uh, Radio Sega and Sega Sonic Radio on the Sunday nights. So. Anyway. Bulong uh, with. Uh, the all t- all the talk of Summer Sonic and whatnot. Um, Kev had in his idea. Uh, well, actually, uh, what was it? Um, to reveal one of the special guests that was going to be coming to SOS, he dubbed him as the International Man of Mystery. And um, yeah, when everyone thinks of International Man of Mystery, everyone thinks of Austin Powers. And when everyone thinks of Austin Powers. They think of the opening song from Austin Powers International Mystery, and um, you, you know, pretty much every 
uh, Austin Powers movie. They always figure out the you know the kind of like opening credits musical number as such. So uh, and uh, apparently Kev wants to come in at that you know with that uh, kind of like uh, you know opening as such. So this is what I think. Uh, well, I think this is the track that uh, I have in my head. I think I played it before. Well, of course I've played it before. It's a very popular, catchy track. But, uh, yeah. Um, this is the, you know, the kind of like opening musical number for the Austin Powers movies, uh, which is dubbed Soul Bossa Nova, uh, done by Quincy Jones and his orchestra. Yes. His orchestra. Not anyone else's orchestra. His orchestra. Mm, yes. So, enjoy this, and I will be back in a few minutes with Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live. Oh, yeah. Almost there. Almost swallowed on my own breath. Um, to- <laughs> uh, <laughs> <duh. laughs> I made I made a boo-boo. Nah, no. Um, yes, Terrible Drive Live only on Psychosonic Radio, yes. Sonic News Rewind coming up next! <laughs>
Rewind. Ah, welcome back. I didn't fuck up. I didn't swear. You can't prove it. Mm. <laughs> anyway, Sonic News Rewind now on Turbo Drive Live only on Psychosonic Radio, of course. And uh, yeah, with uh, all the recap of the latest Sonic news, here we go. There's quite a lot actually has been happening, so be able to hang on. So. Yes, uh, a lot of people have been getting a lot of coverage with uh, new new games, such as um, Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games, uh, getting a E3 co- coverage on on Sonic Stadium. So, if you want to know from a you know uh, first-hand perspective of someone who's actually played it, then there you go, none other. SonicStadium.org. We got we got a hands-on preview right there. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, what was it? Uh, Escape from the City. Uh, the new sound, the new kind of like soundtrack for that uh, for the 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 City Escape ser- um, you know uh, Sonic Generations level. Uh, I've heard I've heard the remix. I've heard the um, the classic Sonic remix. I'm actually quite impressed, actually, with it. As such, yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a quite cool mix. Um, I mean, many, I mean, many people think it's like Auto Tune. But you know, sometimes Auto Tune works with, for some people. Sometimes it doesn't. Like a back of black. Um, but, uh, you know, in cases it can work, you know. It can work in hilarity, uh, hilarious kind of, like, uh, terms. You know, it can work. Anyway, um, uh, what was it? Uh, obviously T-Birds, being that he was at E3, he was also at, uh, Sonic Boom, the, uh, uh, American Community Day, uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog and whatnot. Uh, he ha- he gave us give or gave us gave Sonic Stadium a behind the scenes pre- uh, kind of like uh, overview of uh, his kind of like uh, sightings of uh, the uh, the day during uh, Sonic Boom, which was uh, very nice. Uh, right, more Evry stuff uh, in the t- in the way of uh, Takashi Izuka. Talking about Sonic Generations uh, at uh, Sonic Boom, I believe it was. But of course, you know, if you want to actually ask him the questions yourself at Summer of Sonic, then you can do that yourself. Go to summerofsonic.com and actually submit your questions um, for uh, Takashi Izuka or Yuji Naka or Jun Tsunoi. You know, um, whichever you prefer, you know. I mean, hell, you can go for all free if you want to. But hey, who's stopping you? Um, although, try to keep it on, uh, try to keep it on the level. You know, it's like you know, we don't want the repeating ones. Like, uh, did Michael Jackson really do the soundtrack of Sonic Three, Eugenaka? I really want to know. We already know the answer. We don't need to fucking an- answer it again, you morons. Um. Anyway, uh, speaking of Junsunoi. Jensen is coming to Summer Sonic! Yes! Yes! Because we wanted him back. 
they, you people wanted them back because there was a poll on Sonic Rex's uh, SonicRex.com. Uh, well, Sonic Re- on the Sonic Rex website where people voted Junsenai as the most requested guest to come back to Summer of Sonic. And he's coming back! Although not to perform, though. He's just got to be there for the fun of it. You know? Because, guess what? He loves us! He loves Summer of Sonic! He wanted to come back! Seriously, he wanted to come back. And we wanted it to happen again. So, yes. It's good that he's coming back. It's perfect. Um, and finally, uh, Sonic 20th Anniversary figurine has been announced. And it will be made by none other than First Four Figures. And the best thing about First Four fi- Figures now is that they have renewed their European contract for with Sega. So... So, for a lot of people who are actually kind of like pleased to to know that um, the Metal Sonic exclusive and standard edition of uh, uh, that statue, the Metal Sonic statue, will be available for the European market. So now you can pre-order from first four figures and wait fucking forever for the uh, to get that Metal Sonic uh, statue. I mean, I'm not definitely going to get it. But here's the catch for the 20th anniversary figure. First four figures aren't actually selling the thing. They're just giving them to Sega first. So Sega has every right to do whatever they like with them. There's got to be 1,000 made. Uh, I'm guessing that's 1,000 per territory. So I'm guessing 1,000 for the European market and 1,000 for the American market. Because there's two versions. There's uh, one that will have in the little item box uh, that you've seen uh, where... Sonic, uh, it, it takes the box art from the American uh, version of Sonic 1, but on the U- European one, it's actually the Japanese box art for Sonic 1, which is kind of awkward. I mean, fair enough. Um, uh, with Sonic CD, the European version was the Japanese, uh, the European version had the Japanese soundtrack, which made sense. Um, in fact, uh, the European version was more so with the the actual plot of the games, with obviously calling Amy Rose Amy Rose, but in the American one, everyone knows that obviously they re- rewrote it into the Sally M when where you know uh, Amy Rose somehow turned into Sally Acorn or Sally for God knows reason. But anyway, or Princess Sally or whatever. But anyway, um. So yeah, we don't know what Sega are gonna do with the with the the order of uh, figurines. Um, they could uh, and they could give them away. They could, um, you know, ba 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 ba. They could, I don't know, uh, bundle them with Sonic Generations, make a special collector's edition, maybe. I mean, that would be cool. You know, because we haven't had a special, special uh, limited edition for uh, a Sonic game for a good long, long while. In fact, the last one I remember, and it wasn't really much of a special, special edition. If you, uh, you know, if you catch my drift. But um, here in the UK, they there was a kind of special edition of Sonic, uh, Sonic 06, where, and this was a game exclusive, where you had a um, a laminated kind of like sleeve to go over the game, and you also had three exclusive postcards 
uh, on it as well. I think it was three. I think it was three anyway. But um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't really gardened as a, a collector's edition as such. In all honesty, so. But uh, no, the real true last collector's edition that actually came around was the Sonic Adventure 2 one, where you had the Sonic Adventure 2 birthday pack uh, available. Uh, which, funnily enough, I do have one, of course. But anyway, um, so yeah, I would mind. I wouldn't mind for uh, Sonic Generations uh, to have um, the statue as a limited edition thing. You know that that would be very cool. Um, you know because we haven't had anything special in terms of a kind of like special edition from so, uh, from Sonic games in the last few weeks. Uh, well, f- <laughs> last decade or so anyway. That's for sure. Uh... So yeah. Um... That's cool. Uh, so anyway, that's your news uh, this past week. <laughs> Apparently, people are <laughs> don't know what the heck is everyone talking about now. It's like alternate ti- like alternate games that, or alternate crossovers that could happen in the future. <laughs> Which obviously one one there is like Mario and Sonic at uh, at the World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, you know Activision is the devil, you know. Just say, um, but yeah, uh, glorious conversation in the IRC chat room tonight. Glorious. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just trying to get. It. But I can tell you now, for Summer of Sonic, I can tell you now. I knew half of the stuff that's been obviously announced, like uh, Yuji Naka and Takashi Izuka and uh, Junsunoi. Yeah, we've been working very. We've been, well. We say we. More like Kevin and Sven and T Bird and Earthheart have been working a lot, you know, working very hard to try to get all this sorted, you know, for uh, get Summer Sonic sorted, and uh, obviously trying to like secure all these guests, especially the big three: Yuji Naka, Takashi Izuka, and uh, Jun Sonoi, especially Jun Sonoi. Uh, So yeah. Anywho, um, totally lost my place now. But yeah, I'm obviously for summer Sonic and whatnot. I am. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I am on holiday now, so next week and you know the week after, obviously I'm completely on holiday, so I don't have to deal with 
bloody uh, work anymore, which is good. Personally, though, it's, it's getting, you know, getting a little out of hand at times. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, at least Raz, Raz actually thought of something, uh, has actually put up. Now, actually, it would be Crush 40. Well, no, actually, no. Uh, because it's not really all of Crush 40. It's only two members, so. Yeah, Johnny Joel, uh, Johnny Joel, <laughs> Jolie, uh, and Junsunoi at Summer Sonic. Yeah, it's canon. Canon. It happened. It did happen. And if you didn't go, you fail. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Uh, right. So yeah. Uh well how about we go into some what was it? Get into another musical break. To take us in turbo for or well turbo first impressions at least. Um, okay. Very awkward request. If I can find it, that is. Uh, da, 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 Rush adventure. Oh. One thing, one thing I've just noticed on uh, what was it, uh, Game Heroes. I don't know if you, any of you guys go to GameHeroes.com, which is um, who have partner. Well, they partner up with um, that guy with glasses.com a lot uh, to provide like video game related content. And um, what was it? Well, I found on there someone started a. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World drinking game. And I'm thinking, and I was like, listening to the rules, and it's like, oh my god, they're gonna die. <laughs> because some of the rules were, the rules was just quite crazy, like, um, and I, and those were the tame rules. The other, I think they, one of the other rules was take a drink, uh, uh, you know, take a, um, uh, uh, take a sm- uh, small drink when uh, what was it? Uh, when a split screen happens, you know, like either a split screen with a character, like characters talking to each other, or a split screen of like eyeline or uh, like eyes together or something like that. Oh, that that was hilarious! That was hilarious. It was just like <laughs> someone trying to play that hardcore. It was like, yeah. So yeah, I I I think I should try that sometime. <laughs> Just, just for shits and giggles, just gonna like get a bunch of my friends, um, and you know, watch uh, Scott Pilgrim vs the World, and have this drinking competition, drinking game. It would be f- so hilarious. Or better yet, because a lot of people play TF2 a lot, uh, probably like a TF2 uh, drinking game. Uh, that would be hilarious. And it's like, it's like, take a drink if you get backstabbed. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And me being a sniper, uh, me being a spy, 
Oh, the amount of shots people would be taking. Oh, that would be hilarious. But anyway. It's like everyone would be drunk and not be able to play at all. Oh, dear. Uh, right. Right, okay. Well, someone has... Well, seeing I was looking for uh, a song to play for to get tickets into um, Turbo Switch Impressions, uh, I thought might as well pull out one of the requests for tonight. So here is the boss music for Sunk Rush Adventure. Apparently someone's dubbing it as the Gangsta Fucking Song, which uh, I am... Not really aware that it's actually anything gangster related at all. But uh, nevertheless, here's your gangster music. Enjoy.
Turbo's first impression. And welcome back. It's time for Turbo's first impressions here on Turbo Drive Live, only on Psychosonic Radio. And of course, if it's today and most of the people are from the UK, you probably know what's already come out that I'm probably going to be talking about. Um, yeah, it's kind of self-explanatory, don't you think? I mean, what came out this week? Well, there's Alice Mandris Returns, though I really didn't really play the first one, and not really a big fan of the Alice in Wonderland series, even though it's the alternative uh, American McGee's Alice, uh, um, the whole kind of like psychological kind of like thingy with Alice is uh, obviously, you know, haven't gotten really gotten into yet. Um, the other one being Child of Eden, which also which has Connect uh, uh, functionality, and it's actually made by the same guy who did Res. But I'm not really into the mood of kind of like you know on rails, you know, color inducing uh, uh, shooter as such. Uh, what else came out this week? Uh, oh, Dungeon Siege 3, which is an action RPG, and I fucking hate action RPGs because I think I just can't play the fuck out of them. Uh, and that just leaves us with one other game that came out this past week. Well, this Friday, in fact, uh, today. Uh, for the 3DS. And it's a remake. And it's possibly a remake of one of the best best games in its franchise of all time. Arguably. Yeah, it's uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina Time 3D. Yes. And I have it. In fact, here's a, here's a unique, unique point. I've never actually bought a version of Ocarina of Time. Now, I've I've been given a version of Ocarina at a time before, but I've never bought one myself. So this is the first time I've actually gone gone to actually pay for a version. And I'm actually surprised how well this version was actually done up for the 3DS. Cause when you look at the when you look at the sixty four graphics now Sometimes it's quite ugly, especially if it's like, you know, it's all straight lines and like, like, like it's not smooth. It's like you know, the facial expressions and whatnot. It's not smooth or anything. And when I saw the trailers for Ocarina of Time 3D, I just I looked some I looked at some of the kind of like character models, especially Link's face, and it's like, I just had to quote uh, Spoonie at one point. It's like. Oh my god! What's wrong with your face? And uh, it was like it didn't look good at at the time. But uh, now that I've actually sat down and played it, and I've you know pretty much played uh, up to the point to Death Death Mountain, uh, it's. Um, it's really it it's obviously gameplay is the same pretty much it's the same thing 
Uh, obviously, a couple of notable, notable things, obviously, is uh, the, you know, for certain, kind of like, for, for item manage, manage, management, it's uh, a little different. But for, um, in terms of, like, core gameplay, moving, you know, uh, attacking, rolling, you know, lock-on, um, all that's there. All that's solid. Still solid as what the original had. Um, it's um, it's it's just it just looks it looks very good. I mean, it's not a half-assed re-release like I would like what I would have thought it would be. But no, they actually did put some time and effort to actually smooth. Uh, smooth the kind of like uh, the um, character models out a bit. Um, I'm not saying so so much about the kind of like um, uh, the levels as as such because sometimes the levels are still the kind of like you know typical level. Uh, like you you pretty much see the kind of like originality with the kind of like level design and whatnot from person from my personal perspective anyway. But for the enemy and character kind of like uh, like uh, models and whatnot, they've been pretty much redesigned to be to look a lot better, uh, which I'm actually impressed with, uh, especially with Link's with Link's model, um, uh, especially his face. I mean, yeah. Um, the touchscreen elements. Uh, obviously, your item management, you can have uh, two two kind of like optional uh, optional items on the face buttons, and two on kind of like touch touch screen kind of like uh, buttons. Um, uh, using the ocarina actually has when you have your ocarina out, you do have a you do have a template of what uh, what button well. Essentially, what which button actually goes where on the ocarina, but um, it is kind of annoying that uh, only well, how they've done it is that they use the L and R buttons and the Y, X, and A buttons for the ocarina, uh, and it can get a little confusing at times. But once you get the hang of it, you'll 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 be able to. You know, uh, pull off the kind of like the memorable memorable melodies uh, that you need to, uh, like uh, you know, to play Zelda's melody or um, Sorry uh, song or Epona's song or the Song of Storms or the Sun uh, the Sun Sun song uh, or whatever, and uh, you know it'll it'll become natural. And of course, I'm. I haven't played all the way through yet. I mean, I mean, come on. I've only just had the game for about what an hour, uh, like, well, a few hours, and I've only played it for about an hour. Um, and I only got to one point. I mean, I do have other games to play as well. You know, it's like, and plus, it's a handheld game, so I, I would like to actually play it while I'm on traveling. That's why I actually bought it because I'm obviously I need I need something new to play, well, kind of new to play to, uh, while I'm traveling uh, traveling down to London. So, you know, it's gonna be a long trip. Very long trip. From definitely from past experiences, a very fucking long trip for me. Um, but yeah, um, with what was it? Um, 
what was it? Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean the only okay, I'm kind of contradicting with uh, myself a little bit. Um, with some action RPGs, they kind of overcomplicate things. Ocarina of Time doesn't doesn't overcomplicate things, in my personal opinion. Actually, actually helps. You know, it's not that kind of like uh, foreboding on your kind of like uh, on your gameplay experience. Uh, with games like games like Mass Effect, Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age, all those kind of like games. Which require you to be at certain levels for getting attributes or you know customization things and whatnot. I don't like that in gaming that much. I just don't like it so much. Um, it just overcomplicates the things. Whilst with Zelda, obviously, you have a health bar. Every time you beat a boss, you get health. You you get a heart piece added to your health bar. Um, and if you can find scattered heart pieces across the pl- uh, across the plane of uh, dungeons and um, secret passages and whatnot, you can increase your health bar more, which is fantastic. But, um, you know, with, uh, you know, with other RP- action RPGs, I can't get into them. I can't, I mean, the only RPG game games that I do actually tend to like a lot is turn-based RPGs, like Skies of Arcadia, Grandia 2 and Blue Dragon. And even when Blue Dragon uh on the DS came around, uh Blue Dragon Plus, I hated that because it changed the gameplay style from what I was used to. I liked the turn-based style on the 360 version. And then when they changed it to an real to a real-time um a real-time battle thing, it was it was bad. I mean, really bad. I did not like it at all. So, yeah. So, anyway, so for for Ocarina of Time, you know, if if it's been a while since you played it, and you've got a 3DS, and you want something to actually have some longevity while playing your 3DS and whatnot, Ocarina of Time's there. And that's probably as that's probably one of the better titles to get right now than any other title just now. So um so if you've got if you got anything like I don't know, like Super Street Fighter 4, you know, might be best to just trade that in and put it towards uh Ocarina of Time at least, you know. Uh or or something or even like what's the other ti- what's the other kind of like top titles that are on 3DS right now. Lego Lego Star Wars 3. Um, uh, Dead, or, Dead or Alive Dimensions. Um, Super Street Fighter 4. Um, Ridge Racer! Or, uh, probably. <laughs> um, and Nintendogs. You know, it's like... There's not much. There's not really much variety there so far. So, if you're if you're looking some looking for a game that has longevity and actually has an entertaining kind of like gameplay schematic and whatnot, and it's a classic, um, 
you know, then get Ocarina of Time. And I know I didn't go into the whole hog for the Ridge Racer because I was being half-assed. Um... You know, I mean, fair enough. There are free stuff that's coming around, like Excite Bite, but that's not really that's not really got uh, longevity to it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I say if you got a 3DS, get Ocarina of Time. I mean. There's there's really nothing that can really stop you from um uh, you know from getting Ocarina of Time really um on the 3DS. Uh it's it's you know it's it's not one of those it's just not one of those games that you can really say anything bad about. And especially when they've when they've kind of like redone the game I was actually more surprised about the price point, being that it's only 45 quid. I would have thought that with Nintendo, they would have gone the whole hog and put it up at, you know, 40 pounds, which some companies have done, you know, and Nintendo have been the worst culprit with some of their first-party titles, especially, like, titles like Mario, uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii and... uh, um, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was really bad. They put it up at forty-three at one point, forty-three pounds, which, re- which was really, uh, really bad at all. Um, Raz did a funny huzzah. So yeah. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, um, so yeah, that's uh, Turbo Surf impressions. Just a quick Turbo Surf impressions. Um, episode three of Back to the Future is up on PlayStation Network. So if you haven't, if you haven't gotten that yet, well, if you've bought and if you bought the whole package and whatnot, and you're looking for the next episode, get into your PS3 now. Download episode three. It's on there right now. It's very, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's it's a good, it's obviously quick, uh, quick and easy kind of like uh, trophies to get as well, if you're looking for some trophy uh, trophy whoring as such. So uh, yeah, uh. Oh, Johnny has seven Platinums. What? You don't want to get more? <laughs> so I've got about four. Four Platinums and I'm still wanting to get more. You know. Is it four Platinums? Uh, uh, ah, who cares. But, uh... But nevertheless. No, no, I'm, th- I'm thinking of completed games. Because... I hate it when some DLC games uh what was it um some DLC games they have you can get 100% platinum 
but you can't get a uh, no. You get you can get one hundred percent completion uh, on games, but uh, I you, you don't get platinum trophies for them. The only download title, the only download title that actually has a platinum trof- trophy to it is Dead Nation, from my from my recollection. And by God, Dead Nation is a fucking annoying piece of shit. You know, um, I don't I don't know if I ran it about this last week, um, but yeah, Dead Nation is a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, Basically, I got Dead Nation as the free game that you got for uh, the PlayStation PlayStation outage and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Um, So, yeah. um, I mean, I'm currently going through the the Morbid difficulty, and I got past the the cemetery, which is one of the hardest areas in the game. Uh, And... Was it? Um, what was it? Um, cemetery is is the hardest hardest uh, bit in the game, uh, and you know it's. I only died like four times. Well, I was originally when I played it. When I originally played through it on grim mode, uh, I died about seven or ten times on that on that one section. There was many there was many sections in the game where I would you know keep killing zombies but I'm going backwards and then I go back and they respawn and I keep going backwards again shooting shooting while I'm going backwards and they go forward and they keep on fucking respawning it just fuck it I fucking hate it when they do that it's like it's like it's like two steps forward and a million steps back you know it's just like fuck your game Fuck you and your respawning campy bastard zombies! Ah! So anyway. <laughs> That's your rage for today. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I'm currently kind of like working on uh, Dead Nation right now. Um, if you're one... I mean, I've gotten a couple of people who've wanted to... on. Uh, uh, Sonic Stadium or Sonic Stadium message boards to add me on PlayStation Network. If you want to play, add me on PlayStation Network, it's uh, simply Turbo underscore XLR. Uh, sadly, I can't do spaces into fucking uh, uh, whatnot. But uh, yeah. Uh, it's all in capitals, so yeah. Um. So it's like all capitals turbo underscore XLR. You can add me on if you want. Um, I might answer. I might take it in, but obviously, just describe in your kind of like friends request who you are and what you're doing, uh, because I don't. I don't intentionally like. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, getting random. Uh, uh, random kind of like f- friends requests and whatnot, um, and Raz fails for the the reference that the XLR comes from, which uh, yeah, so I d- I think only like 
two percent two percent of people actually know where the XLR actually references from. Yeah, a certain Cartoon Network show that had a guy from Jersey with a giant robot that he turned into a car. Well, actually, it's just a giant robot with a car for a head. Yeah. First name Mag Magus. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Um. Anyway. Uh, I think it's getting to the end of the show now. Yeah, co- coming close to it. <laughs> and uh, Z Medic is probably getting anxious, and she wants to play TF2. Well. Uh, for I am a Dumkopf, and I am not talking about TF2 too much. She's the, uh, the main, obviously, is TF2 mad now. Ever, ever, ever since, obviously, playing as the medic, she's just like, phew. Uh, uh, she just she just loves the medic. She loves Germans. She loves German doctors for some reason. It's just crazy. So, uh, yeah, even though she doesn't like she doesn't like doctors herself, but she loves German doctors. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of kind of weird. But anyway, kind of kind of awkward, isn't it? Um, though, actually, it's not awkward for me because I don't like uh, <laughs> I don't like doctors myself either. They're a bunch of fucking rip-offs, if I ask me. Uh. Uh. Anyway, might as well play off, um, have an early night, uh, early show tonight, to save you the disappointment. Uh, well, we've still got some requests to hit up. Because everyone loves the the remix of Escape from the City so much from Sonic uh, from Sonic Generations, people are wanting to have the original played, which is cool. So let's see. Obviously, you'll be able to hear my, you know, instrumental renditions on uh, Mock the Geek this week, hopefully. Mock the Geek this Sunday. Um... Although I'm the I'm pretty much the only person who actually actually can perform um, quite well uh, on the show, and yet people still can't get my answers right. <laughs> it's crazy, but uh, yeah, don't forget to check it out. Mock the geek. It, it is funny at times. You get you can get some laughs out of it. Um. So yeah, Escape from the City. Uh. uh there. And what was the other game? Uh, what was the other? 
one. Uh, oh, Egg Carrier. Alright. From Sonic Adventure 1. Sonic Adventure official soundtrack. There we go. Cool. Well, there's your request for tonight then. Um, obviously, Escape from the City and Egg Carrier, which is cool. <laughs> An acapella version of Escape from the City. Oh God! It's like my my singing is not that good. It's like singing not good. Anywho's, <laughs> just wondering what that, what the hell that noise was. It was my cat snoring. He's sleeping. Shh. Anyway, right. Uh, I will see you all in two weeks' time, unless something special happens. Uh, apparently, I get dragged dragged into a into a, into a live cast on on the Friday night before Summer of Sonic, which I doubt that will happen. Um, but I will officially see you in two weeks' time, because it'll be Summer of Sonic we- week next week, and I'll be gone for Summer of Sonic, so I hope you guys are joining, coming down, or you're going to be watching the live stream, or having having a good old time. During that week, during that weekend, because it's Sonic's 20th anniversary that week, so much, so much crazy's gotta go down. It's gotta be awesome. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I'll see you guys later and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Don't forget to check out all the shows this uh, for this weekend and all the shows through the week as well. So. Enjoy yourselves, and I will see you later. This is Turbo for Turbo Drive Live. Only on Second Sonic Radio. Giving it real. And drinking Pepsi Max. Oh yeah. See you later, people. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Triple Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.